I trust you've had a blessed week and that God has been with you this week and you've enjoyed his presence and these truths we've been looking at uh, about our identity in him have hit home for you. Uh, the Apostle now brings us to a very practical application of this uh, in Colossians 3 verses 5 uh, through 7. And he tells us what these truths mean in our lives and how to live in victory uh, in this uh, evil world that we live in. And we, holiness is always an issue for God. It's not just about great spiritual truths that you take and you just kind of ruminate on. No, those, those spiritual truths have to be applied in your life and they give you freedom and victory. Freedom to be holy and victory as you walk with him uh, in this world. All right, let me read them for you. Colossians 3, 5 through 8. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, in the which ye also walked some time when ye lived in them. And so he's talking about your life before you were saved there. And he says this, now mortify, that's a very strong word. Uh, it means to put to death. Now, you, you say to me, but, but I think, I, I, I thought you said that we were, we were dead to sin. Yes, we are, the victory has been won, but it needs to be applied in our lives. There is now power for you to do this, but again, you have to choose. You have to make this choice, and you have to decide, I'm not giving in to it. I'm not going with it. I don't want anything to do with it. And when you do that, you're going to find that you have a power you never dreamed possible. Uh, it's not that you do it by yourself. It's you are willing to do it, and God gives you the power to do it. But you can do these things if you are willing. Now, the Christian uh, who is not willing to put these things off is going to find themselves in a very difficult place. In a sense, you're going to find yourself in a place where you're neither living in the Christian world or you're living in the, uh, in the, the sinful world. And you're, you're caught between the two and you're not at home in either. Really, the most miserable people, I think, on the planet are Christians who do not let the Spirit of God lead in their lives and do not enjoy the victory that God has given them to enjoy. You can no longer live in the wickedness. It just won't work. Uh, you're different. You've been changed. The Spirit of God has come in, and there's no way for you to be comfortable with the wickedness of the world anymore. So you've got to put it to death. You've got to say, I don't want it anymore. I'm done with all that stuff. It didn't serve me very well before I was saved. Now I'm saved, I belong to God, and now I'm done with it. I don't want anything to do with it. And then, then he talks about <clears throat> sexual sins, uh, immorality, uh, in all those words there, <clears throat> when he talks about fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil, evil concupiscence, and those are those, those vile sins that, that, that we know and recognize. Well, no, a Christian shouldn't do those things. Uh, people shouldn't be involved in those things. But notice what he does. And Paul often does this. He gives you the list of what we consider to be the hardcore sins. And then he throws in um, covetousness. That avarice, that greed for more that is such a part of our culture and our society. And he says that's idolatry. And here's what, here's what happens in our lives. And we need to understand uh, this issue. That when you and I are living in sin... And when you and I are living with greed and avarice and wanting more, what we're doing is, that's our God. 
That's what we reckon is going to take care of us, is going to make us feel good. That's what's going to be our God. And God says, that's never going to work for you. That's good. You see, you and I are now unified. That's what we've been looking at. Uh, we are united with Christ by the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. We have become part of him. We are children of heaven. We are on our way there. And it's just nonsense for us to think we can live in the wickedness of the world and enjoy all that and enjoy him too. You're going to be a split personality. You're going to be a man who is a double-minded man. And James says you're going to be unstable in all your ways. You're going to be stumbling around. Your life's not going to be going very well. God expects that because you're his, because he has given you his spirit, made you his child, given you a home in heaven, you're going to walk with him and enjoy him. And when you don't, he can't bless your life. When you don't, life's going to go hard for you. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. Now, you and I need to understand this, that uh, God is upset with sin all the day long. In fact, the Bible says that he's angry with the wicked all day long. Now, you're his child and it's different. He doesn't cast you out of the family. Uh, He doesn't crush you because of your sin. But he can't bless your life. When you're not walking his way and depending upon him. So you need to come to a decision. You need to put to death the deeds of the flesh. There's there's power now to do it. You have been given the spirit of God to indwell you and to enable you to live a different way. And God says, live it. Since you're risen with Christ... Look on the things of heaven, not on the things of the earth. Don't let the flesh rule anymore. It didn't do you very good before you were saved. And it certainly won't do you any good as a believer. Put it to death. Be done with it. Walk away from it and enjoy him and his presence and his blessing. And live the life as a believer you are meant to live. Have a great weekend and do worship with the people of God this weekend.